Welcome to Sacred by Design, a podcast by women for women. Together, we'll explore issues like betrayal trauma, sexual brokenness, and more. It's time to connect your struggle to your story to God. Let's get started. Okay, question for the audience right off the bat is, mm-hmm. have you had the talk with your son or daughter? And what do you remember about the talk as a child yourself? I feel like if we could interject the dun-dun-dun, here right comes. Here <laughs> comes. The talk, the sex talk is terrifying, is necessary, is... I feel like boxed into one of two different things, Rebecca. It's either like, no, or go. You know, it's, it's just mm. one, of the, one of the other. But um, just as we were getting ready to talk about this, like the idea of a buffet, when you're thinking about the sex talk, let's <laughs> unpack that. <laughs> Where do we start? Where do we begin with the sex talk? What, it, what are we going to walk away with today? Oh, does it feel like already did like your shoulders tense up and think <laughs> like <laughs> maybe maybe yes. It feels just that just even the, calling it the sex talk feels like so much pressure. Mm-hmm. We do it we care about it. It's really important. It's daunting and we think, "Oh my gosh, this is my one shot to do this." And that I think mostly we're going to talk about a lot of things today, but mostly we want to dispel with that and say don't don't put so much pressure on that one spotlighted talk. But yeah, let's make it let's make it a many series of talks. All right, so now I think everybody collective release. <sighs> it is okay. <laughs> we are going to be okay cuz it is not I think that is huge. Like just accept that step 1. It does not need to be one talk. It can be a whole bunch of little talks. And great opportunities. So what are some opportunities or ways that we can seize those opportunities? What do you suggest? I think, and let's say too, that sometimes just making it one talk, it, it has the pressure on it, but it's also, let's rip the Band-Aid off, kind of. Let's just get it over and done with. Yeah. So doing a series of smaller talks as they come up, as your kid is growing, changing, that that has its own bit of, of daunting feeling as well because... Your kid is growing and changing, and as they do, you're introducing more and talking more. So, so two things with that is is just n- noting developmentally where where your kid is as when they're really young, whether that's na- starting just by naming body parts, and then certainly as they get older and and getting into more specifics, but. Wanting to meet them where they're at mm-hmm. and to proactively meet them where they're at because they are going to have questions and curiosities and they're going to hear things from other places, whether that's places you want them to hear things from or not. But we, we want to be some of the first people in our kids' lives to talk to them about these things, starting really, starting with where they're at, even at really a young age. So instead of a well-crafted 20-minute spiel. Mm -hmm. This is a um, really natural question and answer session, Mm -hmm. right, that comes up. So developmentally, so for um, an eight or nine-year-old or even younger, just body parts with accurate names, like that is so important. Mm -hmm. It's really important. Yeah. How we talk about these things shows the value, shows what we care about, and that's that's hard work for us when if we're feeling 
unnerved or uncomfortable or unsure about ourselves, just starting there to, to steady ourselves so that we can talk to our kids about it. Um, but, but yeah, just naming, naming body parts, just like other body parts, not making them something separate or something we, you know, hush, hush, we don't talk about. Um, but, but giving, giving them language to be able to talk just like they would talk about their elbow or their Mm -hmm. ear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And in that tone is so important because when it's not a practice makes perfect Mm. situation, but practice makes present Mm. where you're there with them. And you're awkward with them maybe at times, or you're questioning with them. But that idea that um, side by side to grow and change together and acknowledge those changes together, how that's pretty powerful, especially especially with your sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and, and that you can always come back to it. If you say something and then you think more about it, or you want to say more, clarify more, you can always come back to that conversation with your kid. And so taking the pressure off yourself there too. Mm-hmm. That, uh, it, it's not a one shot and then you're done, thankfully, because you can come back and add more and, and, and continue having rich conversations. Rich conversations. Not, um, is reductionary a word? Reductionary I can, conversation. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know where I'm going, right? So the idea it's just that, <laughs> yeah, that if if we're reducing it to one conversation, then we're shutting the door to more questions. Mm-hmm. We're shutting the door to any more ideas or exploration. And as we're growing, there's so much changing. There's mm-hmm. so much shifting. And um, I, it just narrows down our sexuality. I mean, the the title of this podcast is sacred <laughs> by design. That's not a that's not a one and done deal. That's worth exploring. Mm. That's worth asking, um, pushing back. And I heard this on the bus. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. Um, and I love the idea that um, you know we can go back to it. We can circle back to it. It's a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really want to invite their questions as much as you, inevitably you're going to get one when you're not prepared for it, when you're like in the middle of something, <laughs> you know, your mind is totally somewhere else. And then like the rec- the record scratch, like, Oh, okay. Here comes this question. Um, so we want to encourage you to s- slow it down mm-hmm. take a breath yourself and and just notice that if your kid just asked you a question already, that's a big win that they're coming to you yes. with a question. That's yes, it so is. Good. That's such a gift. Um, so so just full stop. Your kid asks you a question. That's that's a huge win. Yeah. So well done, yes. parent. <laughs> well done, mentor <laughs> to this kid, <laughs> whoever you are. But to recognize that being a big win, and 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 slow it down. Steady yourself, right? Remember, you can always come back to it. Um, I like to like to ask a lot to start answering a question with another question. Okay. So if your kid asks you a question, just say, "Oh yeah, like tell me what, tell me more what you mean about that." Or I guess that's not technically a question, is it? (laughs) We're making our own rules. Can you tell me more about that? Um, That gives you just a little bit of pause, a little bit of like, "Oh, okay, let me collect myself, let me take a breath." 
And it also helps to clarify what the kid is really asking. Fair. Yes, yes. Very good. Because <laughs> easily in your adult brain, you go, you connect those dots, you know, seven steps ahead and we'll start answering that question. But asking, and again, kind of thinking, where where is your kid? That asking them, what do they know about that? Or or what what do they think about that? First, just to get a sense for what are they really asking for? And easily, it might not be where you think that they're going at all. And then you can answer their question that they're bringing to you right then. <laughs> That's so important. <laughs> yes. And we're laughing because we know, like you said, our brain just jumps ahead too. And it, we have to backpedal just a moment and take a breath. Yes. So slowing it down is really good. You know, one of the things that I... Um, really have found to be effective is location. Mm. Uh, Location of a conversation like this is, um, and it typically comes up, not when we're face-to-face making direct eye contact, but, oh, my gosh, in the car. The car is magical. The car is, I almost get sad, or I do get sad when the kids are old enough to drive on their own because I lose that opportunity Mm -hmm. to be side-by-side and have these kind of conversations come up. Yeah, yeah. I think of it like the triangle effect a little bit, where it's you, you've got two points, but you're kind of focused on something else. Uh, yeah, driving or cooking together, or going on a walk, or or where it takes a little bit of that pressure off uh, to be able to talk about things. But yeah, not not quite the intensity of the of the face to face of the face to face, especially for teens. That feels that feels a little more comfortable. If you have something we should be talking about, let us know. Send us an email to podcast at regenerationministries.org. In the meantime, please be sure to review, rate, subscribe, and share. Back to the show. Um, We were just making an ice cream cake. And I think that, and it's a no-bake ice cream cake, super simple. So there's not a lot of thought that goes into it. But sneaky mom move is, hey, you're right beside me. Mm-hmm. And we're you're, like you're saying, the triangle, we're focused on this cake, but all of a sudden the guard is down. Mm-hmm. And you know what I just heard? Or you know what just came up? And um, then we can both just kind of, it takes the pressure off of me also, to be very honest, yeah. to not have to look at my baby <laughs> and think you're facing hard things or mm-hmm. you're, you're asking a really big question and I don't want to blow it, mm-hmm. but we can ask questions side by side. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm. I like location. <laughs> that was good. The um, we have already had a conversation about purity culture, mm-hmm. um, and I think that there is still a message of uh, the sex talk should be abstinence only, especially mm-hmm. from churchgoers. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is also very limiting. That is also very limiting when. I mean, you spoke so beautifully about um, the gift of our sexuality and how if we just tighten it down through a word like abstinence, it attaches more shame to it instead of an opportunity to mm-hmm. ask and learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about really the, the fullness and goodness of God's beautiful design for us. For, for both sex and marriage, uh, as well as just intrinsically in who we are, in our bodies, and how we're made, uh, and being able to speak to that, to the fullness of that goodness, and not just about, not just limiting it to what we say no to, or what some of the, some of the things that we're scared of, um, 
and it does, it, it speaks to here we are talking to kids about this, but how much are we needing to talk to ourselves mm. to, to, to recognize for us the goodness and fullness and beauty of our sexuality, of our intrinsic selves and how God made us in our bodies. Mm. And, and truly how we talk about these things matters, that if we are talking from a place of fear and shame, that we will communicate with fear and shame. So before, before even approaching our kids or trying to go into these conversations, can we, can we give ourselves a little bit of a talk mm-hmm. <laughs> or talk with our, you know, our, our sisters, talk with our spouse um, uh, about some of these things to be able to, to come more from a place of, of love and honoring um, as we're talking about, talking about the fullness where there's goodness, there's scary things too. I think words like longing and desire for, to hear those kind of words come out of our children's mouths is, um, can feel jarring. However, uh, just like you're saying, just to be able to take a breath and, um, recognize how beautiful and intrinsic those things are to them, mm-hmm. that God gave them longings and desires. And so if we can shift our tone, take the pressure off of both of us and be able to communicate a sense of wonder mm-hmm. um, and ownership, mm-hmm. um, pride, um, Frustration, all of the things, good and bad, but with a sense of um, real awareness that my body feels this way, my heart feels this way. I feel like these smaller conversations present a more whole picture Mm -hmm. or at least provide opportunity for a more whole connection between heart, mind, body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like how you're talking about the... Uh, a bigger picture there and even in kind of the more specific language knowing that our, our kids we we want to talk about sex and marriage but our kids might stay single uh, as well they might they might not be married so even using that in our language like if if you get married instead of when and 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 that's so subtle but what that communicates to our kids to like you're saying talk kind of talk more about the the fullness um and the goodness that they have that that's not that that impacts their sexuality it impacts their future discernments but it's not limited to just this one place in life either there's no end goal Mm -hmm. it's just the step-by-step awareness of who you are um then the questions um, that might get missed in one talk about the mechanics of sex are issues that, I mean, we can't even go into all of them, but um, porn, um, dating, do I even, I don't even know that I'm attracted to anybody yet. You know, all these questions and doubts that would be missed if we... Mm-hmm if we consolidated everything about sex to one conversation. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to miss those. Yeah. 
but we can't do it all here right now. <laughs> we got some more podcasts. We have, some, <laughs> we have a lot more. <laughs> I keep coming back to, which we've kind of already said, but uh, to to slow it down when you're talking with your kid, you can always come back to it. And then as much as you are role modeling that for your kid by by slowing it down, coming back to it, using using your words meaningfully um that of, of also doing that with ourselves that when when we start to right when we started today and shoulders went up oh yes. gosh here we go i feel so much pressure to do this but for ourselves to slow it down to to talk to ourselves with with this fullness and of of god's goodness for us in mind to to honor our our bodies and our sexuality, our our sacred design that he's given us. So if if this is feeling like a lot, you're feeling like I really want to do this well. Can you start there? Mm-hmm. Can you can you talk with yourself about it, maybe in prayer or with somebody trusted? Um, certainly, we have spiritual coaches here mm-hmm. that uh, love going into these deep waters with folks to to be able to talk about it because it's often something that we we don't get to talk about a whole lot I don't know I don't know how many women I've met with that said I I didn't get a talk mm-hmm. or it was just like a quick talk and it wasn't it, and and many years later looking back trying to trying to rework some of this so there's we're instilling good things in our kids trying to and we're doing that for ourselves too in some areas maybe where we didn't get it or even if we did continuing to come back to that fullness of goodness that Mm -hmm. that god has for us and has instilled in us that's a wrap time to stretch out your hands take a deep breath and actually release it this time if we've touched on something that you want to go deeper with check out our coaching page to set up an appointment with one of us head to our website at regenerationministries.org